healing and overcoming, and I look forward to what they're going to do. However, prior to that, I would like to draw your attention to the screens as uh, Chris is going to present this back there this morning. If you'll watch the screens for a moment. those loved ones. 
those young men is because President Reagan so eloquently spoke. You never listened to that address, the full address that he gave that day is one of the most powerful times of spoken word to me that I have ever heard. And it should remind us to continually pray for our brothers and sisters, pray for our men and women in uniform, and pray for the families of those who gave their all and say thank you. And know that they have willingly put on that uniform. They have willingly said that I will go and fight that battle so that we can have freedom to gather together and worship our Lord and Savior and have the freedoms that we have in this country. Amen? Amen. I pray this morning, we're go I'm going to lift up our, our families of soldiers in prayer. And someone made the comment this past week that this is not a time to remember our soldiers. That's Veterans Day. But I would submit to you that every day I'm alive as an American. We, wow, I don't know where that came from. But every day we're alive as an American, we need to thank our men, women, both alive and those who shed their blood for us. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David, I rode with you too much. It's rubbing off, brother. <laughs> Amen. So let's, let's take a moment right now, and I want to lift up our brothers and sisters in arms, our men and women who choose to put on that uniform, and the families of those who loved ones did not make it back those who are going tomorrow to sit in, in, in the cemeteries all around this great land to remember their fallen loved ones remember they fought and they died for us as well father god i just come before you now and I again lift up as i so often do the men and women in uniform the men and women who choose to go forth and and fight in a position and place that i am no longer possibly able to but I sure can get on my knees and fight in prayer. So God, I lift them up to you today and ask that you would just be with them in their, their foxholes or wherever they may be today, away from their families. Be with those families who are mourning the loss of their loved ones today. Be with those families who will never see their young man or young girl come back home. God, may you put a grace and a peace and a mercy in their hearts. And may they know that we know that we have all these freedoms and rights today because their loved one chose to give their life for us. God, may we not forget them, and I pray you'll make yourself known to them. And God, we thank you that we can remember those who passed before us for our freedoms. Father, you, your son, Jesus Christ, is that, battle, that victor, that one who gave his life on that cross to defeat death, hell, and the grave. And he set forth a illustration of how and what it means to give their life their, for someone else. Father, you gave your life for all. May we not forget that as well. God, we thank you for who you are. It's in Jesus' name we lift up these men and women of uniform. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. We got just a few announcements I want to put out there this morning as well. One of which immediately following the service today is time to start working towards and getting ready for our vacation Bible school. If you would like to volunteer and you, you may say, well, I can't take off a week of work to come and play and do, you know, there's a lot of stuff preparing for vacation Bible school. Maybe you want to help in the art department. You want to help put building uh, the, um, the, the ornaments, whatever you call them, the props 
and all that kind of stuff, whatever it may be. If God's called you to help in one way or another, I want to encourage you to stay for the meeting afterwards. If you just have a heart that says, I don't know if I can do anything, but I'd like to help, stay for the meeting after the service today. You may hear where that call that God's placed on your heart is to come and help. You may be a teacher. You may be uh, an artistic individual. You may be a musically inclined individual. Maybe you like to dance. Whatever it is, if God's laid it on your heart to help a vacation Bible school in one way or another, I want to encourage you to stay for lunch and a vacation Bible school meeting following the service this morning. Uh, the only other thing I'm going to point out is there's a lot of stuff in your bulletin staff meeting next Sunday after the service uh, we are going to have it here in the fellowship hall next Sunday and then we'll discuss where we're going to start having them from there as a group and as a body uh, and that way you can be thinking about that we want to continue to have them here go to Jack's where we're going to do but staff meeting is this next Sunday coming up all right that's enough of all that I'm going to ask Katie and Ricky to come up where are they? There he is. Come on up, guys. Morning, y'all. Um, we're happy to have one of our youth graduating. We got several of them, but this morning we only have one that we're doing, and his name's Andrew. He is the parents of William and Patty. He's not parents. Yeah. I mean, he's a <laughs> sorry son. son. You want to speak? Andrew, if you would come on up. He is graduating from Lavernia. He is going to go to Alto Frio to work for the summer. And then after that, speaking of military a while ago, he is going to go into the Army, be a diesel mechanic. Good morning. All right. Well, we had a uh, very long drive over here from San Antonio, so we're uh, happy to be here. 
Um, thank you all so much for having us. It is uh, such a blessing to worship with you guys and just get to share what the Lord's doing in, in our lives and see what the Lord's doing in y'all's lives and just uh, just brag on God for what he's doing. Uh, my name is Nick Rogers. I'm with Adult and Teen Challenge. I'm a staff member there. Uh, I have been staff member for about three, four years. I've been in the program for five years. So I went through the program about 2013 and that's when God really just got a hold of my heart and just said, hey, I've got a whole different plan for what you've lived your life up until this point. And I've been living in San Antonio ever since. I moved down from Lubbock and all I can say is God is good and he's been uh, just using me left and right, which is awesome. And so... Uh, We're going we're gonna to show a video a little bit uh, about Adult and Teen Challenge for those of you who don't know, but I'm going to let these guys introduce themselves and let them know. Uh, just They're going to share the scripture that they stand on, where they're from originally, how long they've been in the program. Uh, once again, my name's Nick. I'm originally from Lubbock, and the verse I stand on is James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. Consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds, because the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so you can be complete and whole, not lacking anything. Howdy, how's everybody doing today? Awesome, awesome. My name is Gary Dell. I'm 25 years old from Forward, Texas. And um, the scripture I stand on is Proverbs 27.1, Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. Hi, my name is Joshua Willis, and I am currently 37 years old, about to be 38. Uh, I'm from a small town called Gunbrill City, Texas. And the scripture that I stand on is Matthew 6.33, Seek his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things that you'd love to have, I will give them to you. How y'all doing? Uh, my name is Vincent Shipley. I'm from Seattle, Washington. I'm 18 years old. And uh, the, the verse I stand on is Psalms 94.18, When my foot was slipping, Lord, your unfailing love supported me. morning my name is DJ Lopez I'm 31 years young I'm from San Antonio um, the verse I stand on is first Peter 5 7 casting all your anxieties on Christ for he cares for you morning everyone my name is Leslie um, I'm 35 I'm originally from Zimbabwe and um, my scripture that I stand on is Psalm 1 verse 1 blessed is the man who standeth not in the counsel of the ungodly We'll go ahead and show that video now. It's just going to tell us a little bit more about who we are and what we do.
So if the board is really using the ministry to teach challenge to change thousands and thousands of people's lives. Dogs on the streets, in and out of jail, um, moving out of the back of a car, I gave my daughter up. It was just a very dark time in my life. By the time I was 22, I had a little previous thing. After three years, I was there. I tried to find Christ. By the time I find him, I was still lost. Teen Challenge endeavors to provide adults, families, and teens with an effective and comprehensive Christian faith-based solution to life-controlling issues in order that people can become productive members of society. We hope to do that by really putting the message of Jesus in front of people um, that are broken and lost in the dark. The difference, and one of the differences between Teen Challenge and any other rehab or a secular rehab is the fact that all the leaders, or the majority of the leaders, have been through exactly what I've been through. Almost all of my leaders have graduated from Teen Challenge. When, when I came to Teen Challenge, I interpreted it as a Bible jail. It's a place whenever you hit your rock bottom, whenever you're looking for those places where your life has been unmanageable, it's a place where you can come find a refuge. When I got here, I realized it was so much more than that. It was Total healing. With a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, they can achieve a life that they would never ever thought would be possible. It's so much greater than the one they You can get cleaned up outside of Team Challenge, of course. We know that God is the one who cleans us up. But without Team Challenge, it's so much harder. When someone comes into Team Challenge, they, they probably um, have never seen so much love before in their life. Month program and it's divided into two separate stages. In the first stage, there's a lot of study, there's a lot of uh, breaking of old habits, learning to develop discipline. They do work uh, around the campus and sometimes in off campus jobs, but the greatest focus is on learning some biblical foundations for walking in their lives. And as they've been here longer, when they reach their seventh month, they go into our third phase program, which is where they actually get a job out in the community. And that way they've got one foot still in a safe, secure place where they have accountability, and another foot learning to sort of step out into the world again. The Teen Challenge was definitely the vessel and the catalyst for my relationship with Christ. So there's been so much refinement in this program, just like little tiny things to big things. The thing that I know is most about them when they graduate, um, as opposed to when they come in, is the kindness of the love. They don't even look the same. Like you can hold a picture of when they came in to a picture when they graduate. It looks like a different person. We have volunteers come almost on a daily basis and a regular basis who come and pour into our campus. I just remember we had this lady who came in to do a parenting class and it really got to me because I realized as she's pouring into us, it's changing my daughter's life. Men come in who do volunteer and they do spend time with the students. That's probably one of the most uh, critical things for them. Teen Challenge is funded primarily by individuals and churches, some foundations and corporations, and we also run our own businesses. We have four thrift stores that help to fund the program, and students uh, create beautiful crosses, jewelry, and t-shirts, um, all of which help to support the ministry. We have special events three or four times a year at banquet. We have a golf tournament. We have a 5K every year in January. All of these things are designed to help us generate funds so that finances does not have to be the deciding factor on whether someone can be admitted into the program or not. We're always looking for volunteers in our thrift stores. 
um, to do work on campus. Um, and you really, uh, someone wants to help me put in the work. I thought there was no way out of my situation. I thought there was no escape, but this program just gave me an escape. Team challenge, please. Where it takes the misfits and the healthy would be fishermen and men. Adult Team Challenge in Texas hopes to have a presence in every major city in Texas. And we're also hoping to launch more adolescent programs to reach teens when they really need it. Well, we have actually in Texas, for most of the time we've been here, been an adult center, but we are now opening our first adolescent center in Bastrop. Bastrop will be an avenue to where younger adolescents will all be able to be ministered to before they come to a, a, a later age in life, say 25 or so, that they can get their life turned around and get on the path that God has for them at a later age. Teen Challenge means hope, and really it means renewal. I lost my own child to addiction six years ago, six years ago tomorrow, actually. And I see, and from both perspectives, what it's like to have addiction in a family in a life. It means to me that I can work in a program that is going to help people to not have to experience the loss of a child or any loved one in It's the opportunity for freedom and to know who I really am and whose I really am and the opportunity to live a life I never thought would be possible for Teen Challenge means hope to me. I'm a graduate of Teen Challenge as well as my dad and my sister. God used Teen Challenge to break the cycle of addiction in my family. Teen Challenge means life. Teen Challenge means hope. Teen Challenge means new beginning. Separate, even if I ran away, your love never fails. I know I still make mistakes, but you have me mercies for me every day. Your love never fails. Your love never changes It may be pain in the night But joy comes in the morning And when the oceans rage I don't have to be afraid Because I know that you love me your love never fails Your love never fails 
wind is strong and the water's deep Not alone here in these open seas Your love never fails The chasm was far too wide I never thought I'd reach the other side Your love never fails Your love never changes There may be pain in the night But joy comes in the morning And when the oceans rage I don't have to be afraid Because I know that you love me Your love never fails Your love never fails You make all things work together for my good Yes, Lord You make all things work together for my good You make all things Work together for my good You make all things Work together for my good You stay the same through the ages Your love never changes there may be pain in the night, but joy comes in the morning. And when the oceans rage, I don't have to be afraid, because I know that you love me. Your love never fails. Your love never fails Your love never like to start off with a testimony. Um, when I was 13 years old, I didn't know a lot of people. Um, we always moved around a lot. My dad was in the Air Force for 20 years, so I was used to moving from spot to spot, making new friends. And when we moved to Texas when I was 13, this is where we permanently started staying. And um, I just wanted to be friends with people. And I didn't really mind what kind of friends I had, so I started hanging out with the wrong crowd. And at that time, I started smoking cigarettes and weed when I was 13. And um, fast forward a couple of years, about 15, 16, I was a freshman in high school. And I made a new set of friends. And that's when I started taking pills, started partying a lot. And to me, that was normal. I didn't think anything bad of it. 
And my parents always warned me about it. They tell me, like, Gary, when you go to church more on Sundays, you need to stop hanging out with those friends because they really aren't your friends. They're here for you now, but when the time comes, they're just going to go. And I didn't think too much of it. And a year after I graduated in 2012, I lost three of my friends in a house fire. And th that hit me real hard. It really did. Um, and I'm not going to lie, I was really mad. I was really mad at God because I was like, how, how are you going to take three of some of my best friends? You know, like, who does that? And that's when I started getting heavier into drugs. Um, next, next thing you knew, it, I was doing heroin. And I was battling it on and off 2012 to 2017. And the whole time, I was trying to do it by myself. And one thing about Teen Challenge, what made me learn is, you, when you try to do things by yourself, you, you can't do it. You, you have to have a God in your heart and in your life. Because when you hold his word in your heart, you can use that as a shield. But when you just try to do it yourself, like, what can you do? And <laughs> when I first got here, um, I always tell Nick, uh, it, it was weird having 40 people pray over me. It really was. I was not used to it. And I was like, whoa, man, all these guys are praying for me. Whoa. And, um, but later on, you, they kinda, it kind of dawns on me, you know, like some of these people have become my best friends later on. And this is, it's just amazing what this program has done for me. Thank you. It's really cool to see God work on the campus and these guys' lives because now Gary's one of the guys. He prays over the guys. He's the one who gets a little brother who's coming into the program, and he's the one leading the prayer. of what they think you're like but I've heard tender whisper of love in the dead of night and you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm never alone you're a good for answers far and wide that I know we're all searching for answers only you provide me cause you know just what we need before we say a word you're a good your father you 
I can hardly speak peace so unexplainable I I can hardly think as you call me deeper still as you call me deeper still as you call me deeper still into love 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 you're a good good father do you are do you are do you are and i'm loved by you do i am do i am do i am you're a good good father do you are do you are do you are and i'm loved by you do I am, do I am, do I am. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. Do My name is uh, Joshua Willis, and uh, like I said, I am at the age of 37, going on 38. Um, I'm from Gunbrill City. How many, anybody heard of Gunbrill City, Texas? Wow, we've got a couple. Amen. Uh, I graduated in Maybank, Texas, <laughs> and uh, man, I've, right out of the gate, this is, I just want to show you guys how strong and powerful and how on time God is all the time. So before I was born, and I didn't even know this, I've been in the program about five months, my mom told me this about a month prior to coming into the program. Never, she's never once mentioned it. Strongest woman, raised myself and two younger brothers by herself. And uh, she was thinking about committing suicide before I was born. Had no idea of it. So she hasn't told me why and whatnot, but she told me this, which was a big step in her life. And uh, then I was born. She found out I was born, and right away that changed her path. God said, no, you're not going to do it. I'm going to intervene right here and right now you're pregnant. Amen? And uh, so that, I was an inkling then at that time, and my mom decided she's going to live now. So God was right out of the way. It was a, such a, I was such a blessing. He was such a, it's just so amazing how God is on time. And uh, so I was born, and my mom, she did a great job. She kept us in church. I was raised Catholic. Went to church every Sunday religiously. Never missed. First Holy Communion. Uh, I was an altar boy for like eight years. Joined the choir. Played in the choir. For, uh, played guitar for eight years in the choir. Never missed a Sunday. We were religiously there, but I didn't have a father figure, you know. And, and being young, you don't realize that that's going to create a hole. The world, we're so quickly to adapt to the world. We're so quickly to, you know, fit in with our friends, 
to not listen to your parents, young ones, listen, your parents are right, okay? As much as it pains you to say, to not agree or want to agree, they're right. So listen to your parents, okay? I am an, a perfect example of that kid that did not listen to his parents after I grew up and became a teenager. Uh, I, I quickly went from playing for churches to a rock band in high school, and that's kind of where I started going my own path and not God's path. Um, that led to playing parties, that led to drinking, and so on and so on. I moved to Austin, lived in Austin for 10 years after I graduated. Uh, played a band in, in a band and for eight years in Austin. We did great. We toured the country. We did all kinds of great things, but it never was for the Lord. I never went to church on Sundays. I only went on the holidays. I was what you call that lukewarm Christian. Thought I knew God? Boy, was I far from it. Uh, I saw my life heading down a spiral. I've got a seven-year-old daughter that happened to be a huge blessing from God. That kept me. He knows exactly what to give you at the exact right time to keep you right where you need to be, I realize now. I've got a seven-year-old daughter who's just an angel from heaven, I'm telling you. And uh, she's, her mom's remarried. We never actually were married, but he's blessed me with a, a, a man that she has that makes tons of money. It's like I looked at the situation so bad. I was like, I hated her. It just drove me nuts that she left and how she left. But now I see that God has blessed me to do his work now. I don't have to worry about her. She's being taken care of. Granted, I, have, I still have possession. I still see her all the time, which is great. But it's another huge blessing that I never saw in my life. So now uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm in Austin 10 years, not worshiping God whatsoever. He's nowhere in my life. But yet I thought I was still knew him. I, have, I had no clue. And then I, I, I discovered what the word humble means. Routine challenge. <laughs> so I, I was that guy that liked to take one or two steps before God. You know, I'm, I was seeking a godly woman, seeking somebody that, you know, all the right things, but not through Matthew 6.33, his kingdom and his righteousness. That's why that verse, he has opened it up to my life right now. Because I was going through my way, which was prideful. Everything that I did was through pride. It was the exact opposite of how God wants you to attempt everything. He wants you to wait, which is the hardest thing, kids. It's the hardest thing to do in life is wait. I'm telling, and I know you know that now at a, at a young age, but you have to wait on the Lord because when you, when you take a step, you're, we're going to fall. That, we're on our own. We don't have his support. We don't have that foundation that he gives you through his word, through, through his power, not ours. We don't have any power. Uh, so you have to wait and you have to be patient and he'll open the right doors for you. But as soon as you go before him, you're going through a door that's no longer his door. Okay, and that was me. 20 years of my life, I kept doing this uh, a flyby pattern as things were slowly disappearing, slowly disappearing. And I, and I said, God, I wrecked my car right before I came in here. I said, man, you get me through this. And of course, guess what he did? Got me through this. Uh, I said, I'll, I'll give it to you. Uh, I'll do whatever it takes. I end up at Teen Challenge, and I now talk with God daily, all day, every day. He's everywhere. It's amazing the relationship that I now have with him. It's, he is my dad. I had a dad the whole time, but I didn't see it. I was blinded by the world. But he's there, and he is your father. And he's the one that wants to tell you to go left, and he wants you to go left, not right. Not because he doesn't want you to have the fun, because this way is safe. Because this way he can cover you. This way he's going to give you all the blessings. He's going to give you what you want. But on his timing, when you need it, it's hard, it's hard, to, it's hard to realize that to, you know, it, it takes learning, is what I guess is what I'm saying. You have to walk in faith, not by sight. And, and you learn that through trusting him and taking that right step. And it seems wrong, 
But I promise you, most of the times, it's the right step with him. It, it's, it's, it's an awkward thing, but God is great. He's good. He's, he's opened my eyes. I now have I, hope in a future that I never had before, and I didn't realize it, but I now he's shown me my desires in my heart that I have now. He had to reteach me my desires because I was so lost in the world. So I tell you now, seek him and his kingdom and his righteousness. Just live for him and be obedient to him, and he will give you everything that you dream of and more. Amen? Thank you, guys. All righty. Once again, thank you all for letting us be here this morning. We had such a privilege worshiping with you all. We got another song we want to do, if that's okay, but real quick, we want to... Um, we want to have these guys stand up. Um, if you guys have any prayer requests, we would like to uh, pass out these prayer cards that we have and have y'all fill them out and turn them back in. One thing that's part of our program is the first thing we do, we wake up at 5.30 every morning, and at 6 o'clock we're praying on our knees for 30 minutes. And then we pray another 30 minutes at lunch right before we eat. And so these guys pray for everything. They pray for what they're going through. They pray for each other. They pray for their families. But we like to pray for the people that we meet. Uh, across the weekend at the churches. And so if you guys have any needs that y'all have, please don't hesitate, raise your hand. These guys would be more than happy to pass them out and then just uh, either turn them back into these guys or at the table in the back. Uh, we do have a table back there. As part of our work experience program, these guys work really hard. They, uh, we have a wood shop on our campus that makes crosses and plaques and some stuff. And that's what keeps a lot of this program going and keeps the guys here for the full 12 months. So if you could just check it out on the way out, just uh, we'd love to talk with you and share with you. Uh, we have another video we want to show real quick, and this is what's called a student sponsorship program. So usually we travel to different churches all over Texas. We get to say, hey, we're Teen Challenge, and then we kind of leave. We like to, we want y'all to get plugged into Teen Challenge and what's going on. So these guys are, they shared their testimony about what God's specifically doing in their lives. Well, there's 40 guys on our campus that each have their own story. And a lot of them need a lot of encouragement. They need a lot of help. Some of them have awesome families, like Gary's mom. She drives from Dallas and brings pizza and all this kind of stuff, which is awesome. But a lot of these guys don't have that family support. They don't have that support that helps encourage them, that tells them they can do it and that believes in them. And so one thing uh, our development person came up with is what's called a student sponsor. And it's a way to get plugged in with a specific student while they're in the program. So you actually get to write letters to them, get to encourage them, get to see them graduate whenever they get to the end of the program. So if we can show that video, it'll talk a little bit more about that.
Alrighty. Well, thank you all again. Do we have time for one more song? Okay, sure.
ready to pain that you were here for the wrong reason. Yeah. 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 These young men came this morning and they shared not what they wanted to do. As my brother pointed out, well, that'd be prideful. They're not here out of pride. They're out, they are here to share the gifts that God has given them to speak to you about helping others get to where they have now become. But the first step to doing any of that comes from what we just saying about. And that is seeing that incredible grace of Christ work in your life. Amen. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you have missed the entire message you can share with you today. Yes, they are sharing about their program. Yes, they are sharing about God has worked in their heart. But what through their testimony and through their song, what they truly are sharing is what we just say about is that how and all wonder can be remotely comprehend how holy, holy, holy is the Lord God who changes us. If you are here this morning and you don't know the God that these men have been singing about, then whether you was to, to, to give them a check, buy things in the front, whether you would say, oh yeah, I'll pray for this or I'll pray for that, all of it's loose. For if you don't know Christ, don't know anything. Yeah. Folks, you want clarity in your life? You want mercy in your life? You want grace in your life? You want to be able to leave this place and be edified even in the midst of the trials and the tribulations? You want to go out there and be able to walk amongst the world where there's, there's the various things going on all around us all the time. But if you want to be able to stand and know that you can hold your head high in the midst of all of that, then you must have the one who knows all. And that is Jesus Christ. Amen. If you're here this morning, and I don't care if you're little or big, young or old, doesn't matter if you came just to hear these guys or you came and said, who are these guys? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he came and he said, whosoever believes in their heart that I am the Son of God and I arose on the third day and then profess that with her mouth, so shall they be saved. I will never, as long as I can, as long as the breath of my life, ever in the service without giving you this opportunity. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that, that invitation is given to each and every one of us. You may be here this morning and say, well, I'm not very holy. I'm not very worthy. I'm not very clean. Praise God, I serve a God that says, you come to me and I'll clean you up. You, know, you come to me and I'll
it could be you today. These boys, that the men, young men, sorry, are up here singing, and they're praising the Lord. How much glorious would it more voice would be? They can go back and say, man, there was even a salvation there today. Yeah. And God said, He's given you or through you. Will you step out and make that I'm going to ask the guys to play one more time. Let's all stand together. I want to lead us in a word of prayer. And as they play, God said, He's given you. And you want to come down. Maybe you want to pray with you. Maybe you want to pray for all over. Maybe you want to say, you know, I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. You do that right there. Father God, I come before you this morning. I thank you for this opportunity we have to bow and knee on this side of the Lord and accept you for doing what you are. God, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that your will be done. That you know so much As you speak to our hearts,
statement accurately. She's coming this morning and she said she is rededicating her life to Christ.
Lord, your, uh, we thank you and love you. Uh, I just pray that this body of Christ would uh, go out in this world and, and be your disciples, to witness to others that are so desperately needed outside of these walls. Father, be with us all and guide us in all that we do today. Lord, we just lift up David and the pastor also today to be proud of him and be your hands and be your words to, to many people and, and a light to this world. Lift them up in your care, your guidance, your wisdom, and all the things they say. Bless us all as we go from this place. Bless us your son. Amen.